Hey friend, welcome to a fresh start podcast. I'm Shannon Marquita and I am a rare disease survivor. I've struggled my whole life to figure out how to overcome physically and mentally. So if you've ever looked in the mirror and wished you saw something different, or maybe caught your inner voice saying things you'd never think to say out loud, know that you're in the right place. You're done spending time searching for quick fixes and buying all the weight loss solutions. You have spent enough time and money finding all the things that don't work. Now it's time to do it right. It's time to be equipped through healthy habits and mindset shifts to get you through to the other side, believing you are worthy even though this life is hard. Even though health is hard, we can and need to honor this body that serves us. So stop scrolling social, clicking the ads and buying all the things. Let's grab our Americano and pop in our AirPods. It's time to solve the real problem together. Let's rise up friend, a fresh start awaits. Hey there, gosh, I'm just so glad you're here. Today we are talking about something really important and that's self-talk. Four helpful tips to talk with yourself without insult. Spoiler, would you talk to your mom the way you talk to yourself? I already know the answer, it's no. We're going to be talking about some tacticals with purpose, because honestly, if most people knew what goes on in our heads, well, let me just say I'm glad that people don't and that those stay to ourselves, but it's important that we shift them. So today, grab a pen and paper because these are really important, and I'm excited to go through them with you and walk this journey to help make the shift of how we talk with ourselves in order to express and exude the same love and grace and patience that we give to others. Here we go. Hey friend, so today we're talking about something really important and that's self-talk. More importantly, the mean things that we say to ourselves. I honestly wish this episode wasn't needed, but it is. And so I'm gonna have us dive in. It's not gonna be pretty, but it's gonna be extremely helpful. So I hope you're here for it. And honestly, a lot of this comes from our past, right? The way that we have written our story, the things that we have heard from others or behaviors, and just how it has impacted what we believe is our truth and what is in our thought closet. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Jennifer Rothschild, but she has this amazing Bible study that is called Me, Myself, and Lies. And I did it quite a few years back with some of my best friends, and she's the one where I first heard the phrase coined thought closet. And we all have our own thought closet, and it has been impacted by others and events. And what's in there, just like our normal closet in our house, has to be cleaned out occasionally. We need to go through and we need to take inventory, what belongs and what doesn't. And so this episode is really going to lean into how to do that, because a lot of what's in there needs to go. It shouldn't have been there in the first place. Somehow it got a place in there, but we got to get rid of it. And so today I'm going to give you four helpful tips. Some of it is really easy. Some of it is going to be more difficult, but we just have to find the root. And for each of us, that looks different. For me, it comes from a sense of always feeling different, somewhat due to my personality, due to my body, due to my build, right? I don't know about you, but kids can be mean. Some of it comes from things that were from my childhood, that things people said, maybe jokingly, maybe unintentionally of being mean, but they just stuck, right? They struck a chord and we just, we held on to them. We held them as truth and they come up at just the right time because they're in our thought closet. And we know 
the easiest place to strike when we're feeling weak to affirm how we're feeling. So for example, unfortunately, some things that have had effect on my narrative from my personal story are things like, gosh, you're so ugly, or you're not very fun, or "Mm, you're not that smart. Uh, You're pretty heavy, fat even. Are you broken? And I know these are really sad phrases. And honestly, I'm hesitant to say them out loud because I don't want them to continue to have life. But I think it's really important for you to realize you're not the only one. You say things and they have power in your life and how you view yourself and your worth. And we just, we got to get rid of them. So in order to do that, we first have to bring them to the light and realize what they are so that we can combat them and get rid of them and move forward. So I hope you're here for it. Grab a pen, grab a paper, go ahead and write these down that are coming up for the tips in order to help talk with yourself without insult because this is just going to be fantastic and it's so, so valuable. All right, here we go. Hey there. Oh my gosh, you have no idea how happy I am that you are here for this episode today. Four helpful tips to talk with yourself without insult. Spoiler, Would you talk to your mom the way you talk to yourself? Obviously, we know the answer is no. So I'm going to go ahead and put that out there right now. But I want us to take a minute to realize that this isn't going to be an easy conversation, but it is absolutely necessary. And as I take you through these tips today, I want you to be thinking, ideally writing down also, as I go along, what yours are, what is in your thought closet, what are the self-talk statements that you currently speak to yourself in private? What do you say that is hurtful that you use regularly and we know aren't true? So just keep that in mind as we go through today. I'm gonna give you some personal examples. No, just know ahead of time, I am not proud of these, but I want this to be real and honest and I want you to realize that you're not alone and this topic is very much necessary and needs to be addressed. So here we go, number one, We need to stop ourselves mid-thought. We don't even finish the lie. So you you need to learn to tell yourself, no, we don't say that. So for example, at least for me, a big one is when I go clothes shopping. I find that sometimes I'll be trying on clothes and they just don't fit. And immediately what comes to the forefront is, ugh, you're so fat. These workouts aren't working, your nutrition isn't working, and I immediately start thinking of all the mistakes and the slip-ups and the imperfections and imperfect moments that I've had, and that goes to feed the lie of you're so fat. And so what I have learned to do and continue to practice, I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I'm saying that these tips do work, and in time, you become more of an expert at them, but Don't even finish the lie. Learn to tell yourself, no, we don't say that. So as this narrative begins to start, I say, no, this is simply the wrong size or it's not flattering on me because that's reality. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I've been shopping before and I pick something up and the hanger says one thing, the tag says another. But until I've been trying it on, I don't realize that. And I'm like, what the heck? This is my size. Why isn't it fitting, right? And then you're like, oh, wait, this is not my size. Or this simply isn't flattering. Honestly, I am 5'2". I'm not six foot. I'm not 5'8". I'm 5'2". All the heights are great, 
But at 5'2", I don't have the long legs. I don't have the build for someone that would wear something that would if they were taller. And so you just have to realize what's flattering on you might not be flattering on someone else and vice versa. And so that's just a thing that we need to accept. So the size might be wrong or it just might not be flattering. And something that I've realized that helps a lot with this also is realizing when for you is the best time to go clothes shopping. For me, honestly, it's after I work out. After I work out, all those positive endorphins have been released and I'm just feeling great. And I just feel like everything I try on feels amazing. I have such grace for myself. If something doesn't fit, it's like, oh, well, I didn't like that anyways. So just finding what time works for you and then also how to go shopping that works best for you. Personally, I am just not a big fan of clothes shopping. I don't like going in person. I don't like going through the different racks. I love window shopping. Like I really enjoy fashion. And if I walk through the mall or I'm at an outlet and I go through different stores, like I'll see so many things that I like. But what I've learned for me is to learn the brand and learn my size and shop online. Like, I don't know why, but that is just my jam. Comes to my house. I'm in the comfort of my own home. My mirrors are set up the way that I like them because that's also another reality is in different dressing rooms, in different stores, mirrors are just different, different lighting, different angles, and it just can lead to not being flattering. And that has nothing to do with you or the outfit. It's just for some reason, that's something that stores do. And so just getting to have that safe space and experience has really served me well. And learning your brands, because the truth is, if you haven't learned this already, here you go. This is a freebie. Sizes are not universal. (laughs) There you go. You're welcome. So learning the brands and sizes that you like and work best for you also make shopping a lot more enjoyable because you can shop that brand with confidence and the sizes and you just don't even have to worry. I'll go to one store and I'll get one size. I'll go to another store, get that same size night and day. And it's just ridiculous and it can be defeating depending on what time of day it is and just where you are emotionally. And so just learning those tips for yourself, just it goes so far. And a second example, honestly, is just the lie of you're so dumb. And I know this isn't true. (laughs) I do. I know that I'm smart and I'm capable and I'm a hard worker and I'm really good at figuring things out. But sometimes this lie just creeps in. And so I've learned to say, no, this simply isn't true. This may not be my area of expertise or interest Or I just may not know how to do this yet, right? When something is new, we just don't know how to do it yet. It's like the quote that Helen Hayes, who is an actress, said, remember, every expert was once a beginner. And I just think that's so valuable and important to remember. And so I just want to challenge you to think of, I use the same two for all of these tips today, but think of at least two lies that you speak to yourself in private that we need to bring to the light and combat and that you need to learn to stop yourself mid-thought, not even finishing that lie and tell yourself, no, we don't say that. Tip number two, ask yourself, is this true? We need to recognize when the lie comes up that it is a lie 
and we need to counter it with truth. Think of a truthful example for yourself. This isn't hard. You have so many, trust me, your whole life, however old you are, you have all those years of examples. And so you just need to think of a truthful example in order to combat it. So continuing with the examples above, you're fat, right, from trying on clothes. That was my first example. So first, I'm going to stop myself midway and not even finish the lie and say, no, we don't say that. And I'm going to remind myself, no, you aren't fat. This is the body God gave you. It serves you daily. You are beautiful and strong. And then right, remind myself, this simply may be the wrong size or not a flattering fit for you. But by doing that, you're reminding yourself of your value and your worth. It's not in these clothes that we're trying on. It's not in this moment that just may not be the best moment for trying on clothes or looking in the mirror in a certain outfit. Like whatever's happening, that just might not be the truth of it, right? And so we have to recognize that it's a lie and speak truth into ourselves. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are capable. This body serves you in your challenges, in your hardships every single day. That is what we need to be focusing on and speaking into ourselves. And secondly, no, you aren't dumb. You have completed so many studies and projects. You help others regularly. This may simply be new or not for you, but being able to recognize and differentiate between the two is so important because the more that you speak life into yourself positively and with love and encouragement, it completely reframes your mindset. It shifts it to a positive focus and perspective, and it changes the moment. And that just does wonders for your attitude and your confidence and your perspective as a whole for yourself as well as for others. Tip number three, we need to pause. We need to recognize the situation and try to identify the trigger. What happened? What led up to this? We need to bring it to the light so we can better equip ourselves in the future. Because the truth is, as much as I hate to say it, I know this isn't the first time, and it unfortunately will not be the last. But the more that we identify the trigger and equip ourselves, we take the power away in the future. We lessen the amount of time that this event takes to regain the power from it, right? So we are able to turn the situation around faster. We're able to regain control, and we're able to move forward. So again, continuing with the previous examples of mine is that one, honestly, sometimes it may just be a special time of the month where my body likes to hold on to some extra water, or again, I might have picked up the wrong size, or I might be overtired and stressed. I don't know about you, but those two things, being overtired and stressed for me, are two very powerful influences in how I view myself. And that's just the reality. I am working on it, but those are just two things that I really need to work on constantly to stay on top of is my stress level and how tired I let myself get. And that's why I have a structured bedtime. And although everyone makes fun of me, that'll be for another call. But your bedtime routine is really important and your sleep schedule is really important. And just Showing judgment and being impatient can be really difficult, right? Like we self-inflict that. 
I don't know about you, but I am so encouraging to friends, family, strangers. I help always point out the positives and the beauty, but I don't reciprocate that to myself. And I I just find that so interesting because I know I'm not the only one. And that's just so sad and defeating. And I don't want that to be the case for you or for me anymore. And so part of speaking truth to ourselves and learning the trigger is to get rid of that judgment and to be more patient and loving to ourselves because we don't deserve anything else. And so we need to recognize, you know, if this is the case, am I overtired? Am I stressed? Am I at a certain time of the month that this just might not be a pleasant time to shop? You know, it's okay to say not right now and just rechange your schedule. So all of those things, remember, you're in control of. And that is just also empowering. And something to remember is you can simply walk out of the store. If that's not working for you, just leave and do it another time. And then as far as the dumb example, again, Being overtired and stressed are two very powerful influences in my life. And so I think back to growing up when kids can be mean and just sometimes thinking everything is a competition. And so these fleeting things that maybe I heard or I told myself or someone told me back when I was growing up, they start to come back, right? They, they come out of left field. We're like, oh gosh, that was from what? Third grade, fifth grade, whatever. Where did that come from? Where was my brain storing that? I don't know if you've seen Inside Out, but those memories, man, they just, they come, they come, they come back to haunt us, <laughs> even if we thought they weren't there or we didn't remember them. And so we need to love ourselves through them, through those moments and memories and help teach ourselves and remind ourselves of the truth of who we are. And that is that we aren't dumb. We are fully capable and smart and hardworking and good at figuring it out. And that is what is important. And that is what we need to foster and focus on and remind ourselves of in these moments. Number four, we need to breathe. Like, I don't know about you, but this is all pretty stressful. And in the moment, like I'm stressed. (laughs) I find myself stressed. I find myself just not liking the moment. And as I'm learning and working on turning it around, the stress starts to increase. And so I just pause and I breathe. And breathing helps in these moments because we all have struggles and triggers. But the same forgiveness that we extend to loved ones, we need to also extend to ourselves. Because by being able to pause and breathe, we're regaining control, which helps us recognize the triggers, combat them, and turn the situation around for success so that we can move forward with a clearer head and calmer presence. Breathing is just so powerful, and I don't know about you, but sometimes pausing and breathing just don't fit in my schedule, right? It's go, 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 rush, 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 but allowing for that time to just kind of be still and regroup helps us be able to move forward with the right attitude, effort, focus, all of the pieces, and so these two, I want to make sure that they don't get skipped. And number five, honestly, I know I said there were only four, but I'm just going to give you a bonus. So you're welcome. (laughs) And that is to pray. Prayer is just so powerful, but I don't think it necessarily gets emphasized enough always because we need to pray for peace and patience, clarity and forgiveness. So I want to give you two example prayers, one for body image, one for just 
I'm going to say confidence, even though my example was in regards to dumb and turning that around to see how capable and smart and valuable I am. So I want to give you these two examples. Feel free to use them, of course, edit them to fit your specific examples. And the first one is, dear God, thank you for this moment. Thank you for how far I have come by helping me see the growth and work there still is to do. Thank you for my body and how it serves me daily. Help me to see it for its strength and beauty and to honor and serve it even in my weak moments. In Jesus' name, amen. And the second one is, Dear God, thank you for the wisdom and lessons in my life. I have learned so much and look forward to all that is still to come. Help me to remember that every expert was once a beginner and that so much is taught and learned in the journey. In Jesus' name. Amen. So as we went through these five tips today on how to work on self-talk, I hope that as you were thinking about your own examples, you were able to see and think about the specific situations and how in the future, when they occur, because it's not a matter of if, what you can do in order to regain control and power of the moment and to turn it around so that Your thought closet, as Jennifer Rothschild would say, is restocked and replacing the items from before because that negative stuff, it's got to go. And so I just want to first recap our points, and that is number one, when it occurs, to stop yourself mid-thought. Don't even finish the lie. Learn to tell yourself, no, we don't say that. Number two, ask yourself, is this true? Recognize it's a lie and counter it with truth. Think of truthful examples from your life. There are so many. You might not think so, but they're there. And so the more that we practice pausing and focusing on the truth, those examples from our past, they'll come to the light and your mind will just start to be flooded with the truth and it'll become easier and easier to combat the lies. Number three, Pause. Recognize this situation and try to identify the trigger. What happened? What led up to this? Bring it to the light in order to better equip yourself in the future. Because remember, this is going to happen again. Ideally, less and less often. But the more that you practice these tips, the shorter in duration these occurrences will be, and hopefully the less often. Number four, breathe. We all have struggles and triggers, but the same forgiveness that you extend to loved ones includes yourself. And we just need to learn to recognize and combat and turn the situation around in order to set ourselves up for success and move forward with a clearer head and calmer presence. Because remember, taking that time to pause and breathe is worth it and will help you move forward better, stronger, and faster than if we try to rush through this moment and we don't actually learn and grow from it. And then our fifth tip, which was the bonus, is to pray for peace, patience, clarity, and forgiveness 
so that as we move forward, we are better equipped in the future and at peace. And so I want you to spend this week practicing these tips. Come share them over in our Facebook group, bit.ly.com slash a fresh start. I want to hear your examples. I want to hear how you encountered and it went in order pausing and breathing and practicing bringing the truth to light and turning the situation around. Was it easy? Did you struggle at first a little bit, but then with practice, it's coming more and more steadily and readily? I just, I want to hear all the things. So come on over, pop it in the Facebook group and share. And again, that's bit.ly.com slash a fresh start. And I'd love to hear some more helpful tips that you have come across and just what you found that works best for you. I'll see you over in the group. Hey there, if this podcast helped, challenged, or inspired you in some way, I would love it if you'd do me a huge favor and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to hear from you and know how this is best serving you. And go ahead and screenshot this and share it in your stories. Tag me at Shannon Marquita. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. And send it over to a friend in a text who is ready for healthy changes in her life too. Let her know that this episode might serve her as well. I am just so grateful for you and would love to hear from you. Come hang out and let's connect over in my Facebook group, bit.ly.com slash a fresh start, or send me a message. I look forward to seeing you back here in a few days.